What's good? What's good? To everybody in Sports Talk America, it's your boy, Michelangelo. From everybody from Lafayette, Louisiana, to the East Coast, and of course, our Las Vegas residents, California, and the West Coast, welcome to the NBS show. We are here, and uh, first and foremost, let's introduce our man, Keo. What's good? Yo, what's good, man? It's been it's it's been a good weekend for me. My fantasy team won. My Trojans won. My Cowboys mm. won. Man, let's get ready for the show. But X will be with us later. He's running a little late right now, so bear with us. And don't forget, the grind does not stop for our master producer, Keo. He is the artist. Nikio. Yes, yes, sir. Next up is Mr. Box Office. What's good? What's good, y'all? You know, I'm happy to see C. I knew somebody from Louisiana would be ducking us. Uh, mm. So I'm happy at least C made it on. I respect it. Uh, I'm excited for this show. Let's get it. Oh, that is Mr. C to you. Mr. C. That's right. What's good, man? Please say the Mister, man. Mister C the transcendent in the building, man. And you know what? I'm uh, I almost didn't make it tonight. I had to make special arrangements, man. I, I noticed I forgot my laptop. Mm. Work. I'm on my wife's laptop right now. Just got out of football practice. Um, from coaching. I'm not playing. <laughs> from coaching, and I'm here, man, trying to knock on my dinner at the same time. So uh, I knew I knew you were gonna think I was ducking you. I ain't ducking no smoke, baby. I'm here. <laughs> That's right. We're here for all of that smoke. We're going to start off with college all right. football? All right. Yeah, let's start off with college football. We're going to be talking about the NBA, some MLB predictions, of course, a lot from the NFL. But let's go with college football today, and we kick things off how we normally do it. Our winners and losers, man. What's going on with that? All right. Our first winner, I got to go with the uh, USC Trojans, and specifically Caleb Williams. Uh, Big game, huge game. Obviously, they didn't win the game as outright as the betters expected them to, but what Caleb Williams did was really secured him himself at the top as the Heisman Trophy winner. So I got a big winner for them. Uh, The losers, losers, are we going to go ahead and go with that right away, or uh, are we just going to run through our winners real quick? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go Keo. ahead and give your losers. Go ahead and give our losers as well. The loser for me, the biggest loser yeah. is Utah football. Yeah. Utah football. I was expecting way better from them this season. I was wow. expecting them to be undefeated all the way to that USC game. Um, I expected them to be uh, contending for a Final Four spot because of how consistent, well-coached they are. And for them to lose to the Oregon State Beavers is a very crushing blow to their playoff hopes. Um, and what I expected from them. Uh, we'll see if they're able to step up against USC and uh, ruin everything for the Pac-12, but uh, it will be. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll go next. Uh, I'm going to go with my winners being Kentucky. Uh, I think most of us chose Florida to beat them. Uh, we don't know if they're legit yet, but they looked impressive. And uh, they're 5-0. and They're in the SEC, but they're 5-0. and We'll see if they're legit. 
Obviously, they've got plenty of big games coming up, including this week in Georgia. Georgia has uh, started slow in a lot of games. So if they start slow against Kentucky, it might be trouble. We don't know. Uh, so I'll give Ken, uh, Kentucky as a big winner with their win over Florida. And uh, I guess this week we'll really find out if they're for real. My loser has to be the LSU Tigers. I was trying to tell wow. you that team. Uh, I said in the preseason when we went over their schedule, the game at Ole Miss will be tricky. Uh, Alabama held Ole Miss to 10 points, and they scored 55 against LSU. I don't think LSU's offense is the issue, but the defense is bad. Like, it's really bad. I mean, that whole game, players were wide open on both sides. I mean, but somebody had to win. Ole Miss held up. But the pro- but the reason LSU's the big loser here is because it's already their second loss this year. We're not even midway. Uh, they still got Alabama on the schedule. They got Auburn, who I think Auburn's a little better than everybody expected. Texas A&M's on their schedule. Tricky games like that. I don't think LSU's making it to the playoff, clearly. Um, and I think it's a letdown compared to what their fans thought they were going to get this year. And uh, Ole Miss is better. Alabama looks better. Georgia looks better. And Tennessee looks better as of right now. We'll see. Uh, but I, I think I'm going to go with Kentucky as the winner, LSU as the loser for this week. All right. Let me come in here and correct y'all a couple things, man. All right. Biggest winner this week, uh, I'll actually give it to Oregon, man. I give it to Oregon for just simply being able to leapfrog USC after their dominant win against Stanford this weekend. And um, they leap, leapfrog USC, who um, barely got out of Colorado alive after dominating in the first half. So, you know, I, I think it's I think it's right that they leapfrog them, um, especially because they dominated Colorado just previous um, the week before. So I give them the biggest win, the biggest win of the week or whatever, the winners of the week. And for my biggest losers are my LSU Tigers. Bruh, how can you lose that game? One thing you don't do is go out there and lose to Ole Miss. If you're trying to stay in the uh, competition and make that final four, make the playoffs this year. Um, like you said, man, Ivana, I agree with you, man. The defense is atrocious. It's terrible, man. I can't, I can't believe how bad they look. They couldn't stop a nosebleed out there. And um, neither defense looked good, but ours looked worse, okay? Um, I don't know when when we're going to make some adjustments and, um, and, and, and fix that, but I don't, I don't agree with you when you say we, the Tennessee looks better um, than we do. I don't think they do. Um, not even really Alabama. I think we'll beat Alabama still this year. But um, I mean, I, I I know we don't look like national champions, I, as uh like you said, some of the LSU fans expected us to be in um in competition for. I'm one of those LSU fans that expected that, but um, it, it, we waited too long to turn it on. Had we turned it on in the first half, we would have been all right. But we waited too long to turn it on. So LSU, they're my biggest losers of the week, and it's not even close. To be honest, not even close. Okay, Big my winner. Uh, their, their title hopes really just got killed there. Go ahead, Keo. Yeah, a, 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 but a, a team's title hopes that didn't get killed is the USC Trojans, man. My winners, Caleb Williams, man. Uh huh. He's the. I think he's the first player to 
throw for six touchdowns. It was six or five for two different multiple teams. Um, you know, he did it with OU, and then you know he did it with USC. Um, he can. He continues this. Williams threw for a season high 403 yards and also a career best tying six touchdowns to help USC to stay undefeated. Easy work. Easy work. Yeah. Um, this game, man, I said that the game was going to be a closer game than what people thought. Um, and obviously, um, it was, um, but Caleb Williams, he got some c- tough competition for the Heisman right now, and he's backing up his game right now uh, off of what he's doing right now because Michael Penix and Bo Nix are, are in there, man. They, they're they making some noise. They're giving some tough competition, and they're putting up, you know, good individual stats for themselves, and their team is able to win games also. So the competition continues to get more tougher and uh the performance is um more performances from these quarterbacks man and it is it is so easy to say right now man i've never said this before the pack 12 is the best conference right now i okay. never say that i'll say it's the most entertaining yeah. say it's the most entertaining I think Do we really think uh, that all those teams would beat all the other SEC SEC teams in those defenses? Uh, the way that not the typical the, SEC issue. The way the SEC is playing right now, yeah, I think they can. Yeah. yeah. Hold up, we got. Wait, do we got the sports junkie in the building? I think we hey, do have man. the sports junkie in hey, the building. Man. Hold it down. Hold it down. <laughs> Hey man, hey, I'm sorry I'm not on I'm not on, you know, physically we can't see me. I can't get a word right now because I'm just yeah. leaving a football game. Visual. Look at the administrator. Look at the administrator. <laughs> running a we school, know, we know. running a show. We running hey, a we know class. why you're on audio. We know why you're on football game. Yeah, so I call y'all before the show, show you where I'm at, and yeah, you still <laughs> Wow! Nah, I'm just kidding. No, it looked, I, looked I, like a fake I, background. I, I face, <laughs> I, I face timed you earlier, so I know you were at. But go ahead, X. Give your winners and losers. I do. I do want y'all to know, I am driving right now, so hopefully I do have like my air on because I'm hot, y'all. So y'all Man, hear my X, air. You're good. You're good. You sound good. You look good. <laughs> we want to hear what are those winners and losers from college football, and we know what you're looking for. So go ahead and. Go ahead and spit it out. Go ahead and let us know who your loser is. We know who. All right. My biggest loser, I know everybody's going to say, everybody's thinking that it's LSU. And I I will say LSU is definitely one of the losers. But I'm going to say that the number one loser for me is the Duke Blue Devils. How? How? You are up in the game against a team that was top ten just a week ago before they played Ohio State, you held them all game. Zero for 10. Zero for 10 on third downs. You get them on fourth and 16. Fourth and 16. And you give up the first down, <laughs> not through the air. Not through uh, the air. On the ground. You, you can't make this up. You cannot make this up. Duke, I can't believe you blew that game. 
after that, when they got the first down, I said, oh, Notre Dame's going to win this game now. They then took all the momentum. Duke thought it was over. The fans was ready to go on the field, storm the field, rush the field, whatever term Not you want to so use. And they hit a Lee Carson on them. Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> and Notre Dame wins the ball game at the end. Um, Duke had it in their hands. They didn't play well in the first half offensively. Second half, they picked it up. Notre Dame struggled offensively in the second half. It was just a tell of two halves. But the last drive, Duke had everything in their hands. And I was like, Duke's actually going to pull this off, and they're going to be undefeated in the ACC, and they blew it. So that leads me to my biggest winner, Notre Dame. They're right back in the top 10, I believe, on the number 11. They're right there. I mean, Notre Dame has a chance now. They can say that, you know, if they can keep winning, there's teams that are losing. Everybody has one loss. Their claim right now is we lost to the Buckeyes on the last play of the game. That's a fair argument. If everybody, if there's teams with one loss and the Buckeyes somehow get into the playoffs, you can make that case if you're Notre Dame. So I think Notre Dame walks away from that week escaping on a 4th and 16 to becoming the biggest winner because they have a claim that they belong in the playoffs and they can run the table. Mm -hmm. Just a heads right, up, man. Notre Dame has Clemson and USC on the yep. side. And yep. Louisville right next this and week. Louisville this and Louisville week. this week. Louisville is undefeated. Yeah, but we know how high you are on Cade Klubnik and the Clemson yeah. Tigers. <laughs> 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 they should have won that game too. We don't see that you know there. But yeah, that's why we're losing. LSU, I'm so ashamed right now. That's why the reason why I'm not on visual now I'm lying. <laughs> but <laughs> I am wow. definitely disappointed. You're up 49 to 40 in that game. You have to leave in the fourth quarter. I think we're like seven minutes left in the game. You've yep. been scoring all, all game long the way you wanted to. On your second to last drive, you don't look for Malik Neighbors. You don't look for Thomas. The last but the last drive of the game, you don't look for him again. I just don't know what the hell was going on. So I'm just disgusted yeah, with yeah, LSU. It was third Malik Neighbors on the side. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, yeah. yeah. It was what was your winner? What was your winner? You hear commentators, you hear the commentators talking about, yeah, you should. Sit, you he's going to look for Malik Neighbors definitely on this play, and they shoot Malik Neighbors on the sideline, bro. I have no idea what LSU was doing at the end of this game, bro. Yeah, yeah that, that 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 that's just crazy, man. Uh, but Notre Dame, Mike, outside. to answer your question. Oh yeah, Notre Dame. Yeah, okay. Outside of that, that was they got lucky, wanna... lucky winner. <laughs> Outside of that, that that was one of the most one of the most entertaining games I've seen all season. I'm looking for an upset this week. Who's getting upset? Who's getting before upset we this get, week? There's got to be one. Before we get to that, let's go to our Heisman watch. What are your top three guys in the Heisman list right now after five weeks of college football? I think you said it. I'm just going to spit out the favorites right now. Um, we're looking at uh, Bo Nix at three. We're looking at Phoenix at two, and then uh, Caleb Williams at one. Those are just the favorites right now, based on the records and the stats. It's not going to end up like that whatsoever. Um, there's plenty of other quarterbacks that you could say because we're so early in the uh, in, in the season right now. There's so many undefeated teams and plenty of quarterbacks with uh, high stats. But those uh, those have been the quarterbacks that have showed out on the biggest stages so far um, and put up the the best stats and best Heisman moments as well. 
Um, both Caleb Williams with his six touchdown passes. Phoenix had some big moments in uh, in a primetime game. Um, and uh, those those would be the top three. Uh, those have to be the top three favorites right now. Um, but we're so early in the year, it's going to change up tremendously. I mean, we were talking about Shadir Sanders last week. And we still should be. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, with two don't. losses, with two losses, two losses this is don't. not happening. We're not no, we talking don't. about his team. We're talking about him. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to go next. Mike, you missed out on one guy. So I'm going to go with number three, Michael Penix. He's putting up big numbers. I think he's been a stud. His uh, his team looks legit. I think Washington, I think Washington uh, right now, if Washington was playing USC, I'd pick Washington. Um, and they play very soon. Um, also, number two, I'm going to go Quinn Ewers, Texas quarterback. The reason <laughs> is he's got the best win. He's got the best win. He's He beat Alabama in a primetime game, and this week gets Oklahoma. If he wins this week, that's two better wins than any of these guys so far, in my opinion. Uh, I think he's got the best win. He's got great numbers, only throwing one interception this year, five rushing touchdowns along with his 10 throwing. I think he's got the best win, and he might have the second best win after this week. I think Quinn Ewers is a name to watch. And number one, I'm going to go Caleb Williams. Only one interception this year. He's been remarkable. Um, one thing I can tell you, USC's not going to win the national title. I, not with that defense. Not with that defense. I, I just You can't trust them at all on that side of the ball. But they will be in every game just because of Caleb Williams. He's the best quarterback in the nation. He's a stud. This week he wasn't missing at all against Colorado, especially in the first half. Uh, so, but but he needs to back it up with a huge win, though. The Colorado win is good, but he's got to beat Washington or Oregon and put up big gaudy numbers. And I believe they play Oregon in two weeks. I know they play Washington soon. So, he, all these guys are going to be in big spotlight soon. So I'm, I don't want to trip about the Heisman rankings through four or five weeks. But I think uh, right now, Penix is three, two is yours, and one is Williams, if you ask me. All right, let me jump in here, man. Um, I'm going to put Penix on three. I'll put Penix on three just because um, – just by him playing in Washington, then they're not going to – I don't feel like he's going to get the highs just because he's playing in Washington. He's putting out putting up those big gaudy numbers, but people are just not going to take him seriously at Washington. He's going to have to win big, big games. He's going to have to beat USC and Oregon to get on there. Um, <clears throat> well, and then that brings me to number two, um, Bo Nix. Bo Nix, I think that the um, he put the world on notice with his performance against Colorado. That's one thing that I can say that um, the last two weeks, people need to those, – those two quarterbacks need to thank Dion because they're getting to put their talents on a national stage to where a game that everyone's watching. And they went out there and they performed like they should on a national stage like that. Because, um, I mean, how often do we see a uh, Oregon on a national stage like that? Um, even a USC, how often do we see a USC on a national stage? I know I'm in central time zone. I probably haven't seen a USC game in five years you know what i mean for it to be um for it to be at a prime time game like it was 
that, you know, not prime time, that's that night time, but I'm saying that at a game where everybody, the nation is watching, they need to thank their lucky stars that uh, Dion went to Colorado for that. But uh, especially Bo Nix. So Bo Nix at two, and of course, number one, man, the per- person who's probably going to win it, Caleb Williams, Um, he's doing the damn thing, man. The boy is awesome. The boy is awesome. He's ready for the NFL right now. Um, and I think he's one of those, um, he's one of those Andrew Luck type of draft picks. He's a uh he's an organization changer. So him doing what he's supposed to do against uh lesser opponents, putting up six touchdowns against that Colorado defense like he was supposed to, he's definitely solidifying himself as the number one Heisman hopeful this year and uh probably gonna win it back to back. Okay. Um I at three, I'm going with Bo Nix at three. His number, his numbers is nowhere close. There, his numbers is nowhere close to what, um, to to what what uh Caleb Williams or or Michael Penix is doing because they their offense is run really differently because he also runs the ball also and you know he passes when it's need to. However, they run that offense, so I got him at three. Number two, I got Michael Penix at number two. His number he got he got close to two thousand yards passing right now. Um, I think he's at nineteen ninety nine right now. Um, I think he, he leads the FBS in passing yards. Um, I, I want to see him play, you know, some more of the higher competition. Um, but I got him at two. And number one is clear, Caleb Williams. Um, six touchdown performance. He's he's averaging close to you know, oh close to four hundred yards passing. He leads the FBS in touchdown passes. He leads the FBS in in uh as far as quarterback rating accuracy goes. Um, he's only been picked off one time this year. I got Caleb Williams, man. I think they'll USC will go as far as. Caleb uh, Williams goes, and those are my top three from uh, for the Heisman as of right now. Hold on, let me see if X is back. All right, look, look I'm not. I'm still to make a quick stop, but I'm coming on this. Y'all can see me in my face. What the hell was that? What the hell You're, was that? No, you can hear me. Yeah, yes, man. we can hear your craziness. You're freezing up. <laughs> All right. Hey, if I freeze up, that's okay. You know what? At the end of the day, the only one that got some sense right now is Mr. Box Office. What the hell was that? I have no idea. Okay, so let me start. Mm-hmm. Michael Penix, one of my favorite players in college football. But Trash. until week seven, when he takes on the Ducks, he is outside my top three. You have mm. to do something to put, make me say you should be in the top three. He's beaten nobody. Who's his best win against it? You feel like, oh, my God, that was an incredible win. You have to have that Heisman moment. Colt Brennan put up gaudy numbers at Hawaii. Doesn't wow. matter. You have to beat somebody. <laughs> yeah, you like that yeah. name, Akio. You like that name, Akio. All right. But coming at number three, I'm going Bo Nix. Yes, I know Colorado might have been overrated in some people's mind, but nonetheless, at the time he did it, they were ranked. And not only did he beat them, he demolished them. He made a statement, him and his team, 
So he comes in at number three. At number two, I'm with Yvonne on this one. Quinn Ewers, the best win on, out of any quarterback that's out there right now to go on the road and knock off Alabama in the fashion he did. It wasn't even just a, a win. It was a double-digit win in Tuscaloosa. That is the best win, and not, not to mention, he has good numbers. And if he wins this week, hey, our number one guy, which I agree with all of y'all, hey, if Quinn Ewers wins this game and, and goes off, that, that little race might get a whole lot tighter as far as the Heisman moment. So I'm going with Quinn Ewers at number two, and number one is Caleb Williams. Um, there's nothing more to say. This kid, he's shown it, no matter if it's big games, small games, um, games that you think you should blow people out, he's going to put up big numbers. The only thing USC, like Mr. Box Office said, is their defense ain't that good. <laughs> so, I mean, he's going to do his part, but the defense, that's the stuff if they want to win a national championship. Yeah, winning the Heisman's fine, but it don't mean nothing if they're not going to win the Heisman, I mean, win the national championship. And I think Caleb Williams would have that. He wants to win a national championship more than win a Heisman. So, yeah, that's my three. I want to add something. Uh, being that it, it's the Pac-12, they might beat up on each other. Bo Nix, Michael Penix, Cam Ward, Caleb Williams, and they might hurt each other's chances. And I'm telling you. Uh, Welcome to the SEC. What's that? Welcome to the SEC. Yeah, five <laughs> years ago. But anyways. Every year. <laughs> 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 I see what box <laughs> office is saying. They're not going to win this year, bro. SEC's not that the, not that conference this year. The Pac-12 is better. You just said the biggest win in college football is against an SEC school, Alabama. Against Point Alabama. Taken. Yeah, Alabama's another level, though. Are they I see. Well, they, they, Texas is going to beat Oklahoma. That's two huge wins that I think the Pac-12 won't have. I think, honestly, Caleb Williams might get blown out against uh, Washington and Oregon. I really – I really, I will not be surprised if Oregon wow. blows out USC and so does Washington. Wow. Those yeah. I think those are just going to be two shootouts, man. They're just going to be yeah. two shootouts exactly. because Oregon defense and Washington defense isn't going to stop them either. So we're going to be looking at 45-48 – 52-45, just like uh, the Utah games last year. Both games last year were uh, blowouts, except, or I mean, uh, were, uh, were high scoring. The second game was tougher for the USC Trojans because uh, Williams was hurt. So, no, you're right about that. Both teams, all four of those teams, Washington State, Washington, Oregon, USC, they're going to beat up on each other. Might All of them might end up with one to two losses because of uh, them fighting it out for that title, and uh, somebody might miss out on the top four bid. Um, and that's how it'll be. Are we doing picks for college? Yeah, yeah. We let's move picks. on to the let's move on to the picks, Yvonne. You got the floor. All right. So we're going to the picks. I think I did really well last week. I didn't uh, pay too much attention, but here we go. Um. Oh damn! I sent it to Keo personally. All right, I'm ready. First game this weekend. Two undefeated teams. We got Maryland at Ohio State. Anybody got Maryland uh, upsetting them? They are five and zero. Oh. Man, no, I got Yo, Ohio man. State. D, man, Ohio I like State that. University. <laughs> hey, that boy, that that quarter, that Ohio State quarterback is very mid. But yeah, we can go ahead and say Ohio wow. State wins this one. 
Okay. Well, I'm going to go Ohio State too, but you never know. Uh, here we go. LSU at Missouri. Missouri is undefeated. Who we got? Ooh. Man, that don't mean that. I'm going first. The Tigers go in to Missouri and beat the fake Tigers. LSU all day. <laughs> Missouri is yeah, I also have LSU uh, bouncing back. They they uh, they can't what? be taking a third loss. What? There's no way. What'd you say? I, I can't no hear way. you. You're in the matrix. X, X, got X you're in the matrix right now. I can't hear you. X has LSU. X has LSU. I got LSU, man. You know, you heard me. If uh-huh. I broke up, you know I got LSU. <laughs> LSU wins this game, and they win by more than 10 points. Go ahead, C. All right, man. Ask Gremlin what we do to people after we lose. All right. <laughs> so, so uh, ask him what we do to fake Tigers after we lose. So, um, LSU going into Missouri. They're gonna put the beast down on Missouri. Um, like I said, I think it's gonna be over ten. I, I can see over ten points. We're gonna feel disrespected because they got Missouri ranked ahead of us just because they five and zero. They still Missouri. Stop playing. Go ahead, Kill. Yeah, I got LSU in this game. Um, I don't. Right. I think. Yeah. Well, I got LSU, but if LSU loses this game, I, I don't know if I'm gonna pick them again to win this year. I mean that that's that's pathetic. They better win this game. Uh, mm-hmm. Next game, I think a sneaky, really good game. Washington State at UCLA. Who we got? UCLA coming off the win against Utah. This I'm is sneaky good. Like this is sneaky good. Utah. Oregon State, Oregon State beat Utah. U- UCLA actually lost to Utah. That's their yeah, own loss. I got, I got, I got. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Washington State. I actually like the Cougars. Um, even though I like UCLA, I just think the freshman quarterback. Um, he said they, he's gonna need time. I think Washington wins this game. I like their offense. And I'm gonna go with Washington. I'm gonna go with the Cougars. Cougars are still are balling out. Ward is putting up just the same numbers as all these other quarterbacks. I mean, we didn't even mention Washington State as a um, as a as a as a team to watch. There's so many teams in the Pac-12. Yeah, um, I got Washington State too. I actually like well, Ward. They could beat up on each other, and uh, I, I <laughs> got Washington inspiration for the next games coming up. I like I like Ward. He's uh, thrown for over thirteen hundred yards this year and thirteen touchdowns. I um I mean I could see them, I could see them kind of um, you know raising a little hill in the Pac twelve, but not nothing too much, man. They're not gonna win the Pac twelve. They're not gonna really be a force in the national championship race, even though they are four and zero. Not this year. But you got Washington State. Yeah, I got Washington State. Keel. I'm taking Washington State also. Okay. Yeah, I said I'm I'm taking Washington State also. Okay. I'm going with the Cougars as well. UCLA is favorites right now in Vegas, which makes this interesting. They are the home team. But I'm a big Cam Ward guy. I think we just talked about Heisman candidates. I think he's a dark horse right now. If if he can pull off an upset against USC, Oregon, or or, uh, Washington – I think Cam Ward is right there in the race. But I'm going to go Washington State for the same reason uh, X did. I think Dante Moore's a stud, but he's only a freshman. He needs some time. All right. 
Next matchup, we got uh, this thing. All right. Next matchup, we got Alabama at Texas A&M. Y'all like thinking, y'all like, I thought y'all was going to take UCLA. Y'all sad. Stop copying my picks. All right. Um, <laughs> I got, I got, I'm going to go with, oh, this this one, man. Everything's telling me it's at A&M, right? College Station, right? Yeah. I don't like Alabama this year. I, I think they're overrated, even though, you know, I do there's the best win so far for Texas. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, what you going to say, X? I'm going to say, oh, A&M yes, sir. I think, I think, I think AM gets them, bro. It, I, it, I think yeah. Fish is going to get them ready. I'm going to go with the Aggies. Upset. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Alabama's quarterback play is dreadful compared to what they need to have in the SEC. Yeah, uh, they might end up with three losses this year. Um, I got Alabama losing this game. I think yeah, Texas A&M does exactly what X says. Clip them. I think it's. I'm, I think we're looking at a low scoring game, like a 17, 13, 20, 2014, something like that. Um, I think the defensive pass rush, the defense on Texas A&M, will be too much for these for this for these quarterbacks. They suck. <laughs> Alabama quarterbacks suck, and uh, they're playing in a hostile environment, um, and they do not fear. Alabama. Nobody fears Alabama this year. No. Um, I got the Aggies. All right. Um, I think, man, uh, College Station is going to be rocking. They're going to get up way, way high to play Alabama, man. They only have one loss this year. And um, Alabama, like you said, their quarterback play has been boo this year, all right? Even though Milro had a long run last week, um, that's not saying a lot. That's what you banking on Milro to have long runs like that and not his actual quarterback pass and play. Um, I think it's it a going to be rocking, but I think I think Alabama pulls it out, man. I believe Alabama pulls it out. Tweets by AM um, on the road. And, you know, next their next loss will be the LSU. Keo? I'm taking Alabama in this game. We've been saying uh, all this about Alabama, and they only got one loss this year. And they're they'll they'll figure it out, and I think they'll start to figure it out. And I got Alabama over Texas A and M. I'm with Keel here. Everybody's big on Alabama's downfall this year and everything, but they have one loss, and it's a great loss because I think Texas is a top three team in the nation. Uh, I'm not giving up on Saban. I'm not giving up on Alabama. They're going to whip the Gaggies around. All right. Next game, I think an interesting game. Two undefeated teams. Kentucky goes to Athens to play Georgia. Hey, I will say this. I I wasn't high on Georgia going into the season. And shout out to Kentucky. I think one of you guys had Kentucky as the winner. And I have no problem with that because Florida, I picked Florida to win that game. But there's no way in hell I'm picking Kentucky to beat Georgia in Athens. Mm-hmm. I got the Bulldogs. This is the chance for the Bulldogs to finally make a statement. I just think that they have that right now, that Mike Tyson syndrome. I know they're not quite Alabama what Alabama used to be, but people are scared to play Georgia. And I think that Kentucky's just not there. This ain't basketball, baby. I got the Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I also have Georgia winning this one. Uh, they are – clearly the best team in football right now um and kentucky won't be able to uh compete with them like they have been with the other sec teams this year all right man i got two words for you 
Brock Bowers. Mm. Hey, I'm gonna tell you right now, that man is a game changer, and uh, he is he's gonna be the difference. I, I can see him making a couple of big plays to solidify a win against Kentucky because um, you know Kentucky's overachieving this year, being five and zero right now. I think they get brought back down to life, and they're playing yeah. in Athens. There's no chance; they have no chance of winning this game. It may Brock be- Bowers. Brock Bowers is definitely the next great tight end NFL prospect to bust out because he got drafted too high. Hey, man, stop talking about fantasy. Stop talking about fantasy. My fantasy future, man. Stop, stop doing that, man. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, just like Kyle Pitts, just like Vernon Davis. Yep. TJ Hawkinson got drafted too early, too. It depends on where you go. We see what's happening with Kyle Pitts right now. Yep. Yep. Go ahead, uh, Keo. Who you got? Georgia? You going? You going? You going Kentucky? Yeah, Georgia. Georgia Bulldogs, man. I like Georgia in this okay. game. Nobody's beating Georgia this year. No. What? Okay. Oh God. He's Nobody. right. Okay. No. Georgia, Georgia yeah. is not you the thought, best team. You thought LSU could be Georgia, but happening. Uh, Georgia's not the best team in the nation, and no one can tell me that they've looked like it so far. They had a slow start against South Carolina. They could have lost that game. Slow start against Auburn. They could have lost that game. They don't look like the best team in the nation based off what? Uh, They keep struggling, and it's going to cost them, and it's going to cost them this week. Kentucky beats Georgia. What? I I have a feeling Georgia starts off slow again. And they just freaking ruin it, and they lose this game on the game-winning field goal. I'm Athens. You know what? Wow. I hope you're right. I swear, I hope you're right. Because all these people <laughs> mm-hmm. talking about Georgia's the best team. I agree with you. I don't see it. I don't see it. I I, I just think that they're starting every game too slow, and it's going to cost you eventually. Because let's say you're down 14-0, and you have a stupid fumble. And the team capitalize it, then you're in the hole and it's over. Uh, so I, I think I think George is playing around too much and it's gonna cost them. It reminds me of Clemson that one year, every game was close, 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 but they kept escaping, kept escaping, and then they got blown out later on in the year. I think I think Kentucky upsets them. I don't know how, but I just think it's gonna be a slow start that cost them. Uh, and Carson Bick is ass. So I mean, exactly. He's not that's, impressed. That's not a, um, move back. <laughs> it's not. That's not going to be something that uh he can overcome. If they go down fourteen points. I'm with you. I'm with you. They lose because Carson Bick. He just crashed. I I I think I'm I'm putting a lot on it saying he's trash, but him being the quarterback of the number one team in the nation is um that's trash. He he needs time. I agree. All right. Next matchup, Notre Dame at Louisville. Uh, Notre Dame, one loss to a close Ohio State game, and Louisville's undefeated. I got I got Notre Dame. Notre Dame, they they beat two good defensive teams, I feel like, in Ohio State and Duke. I know y'all laugh when I say Duke, but Duke got a good defense. They do. Y'all might not like it, but it's the truth. And I just think that they're battle-tested. Both Their last two games came down to basically the last play, and they've been – you know, right there on the cusp of being undefeated, knocking off two teams that was in the top 20. I think they knock off Louisville. Louisville has been cool, but y'all ain't playing a team like Notre Dame yet. 
I think the fighting hours get it done. Yeah, I don't know why. I I don't know I don't know why you guys are all over uh, Notre Dame like this. This is not going to be some easy win. Um, they're going into a hostile environment, and they didn't look very impressive against Duke whatsoever. Um, I hope Louisville upsets them. I really do. I got Notre Dame though. All right, Louisville. Teddy Bridgewater is not walking through that door. <laughs> Y'all boys are in trouble this week, man. Um, Notre Dame, like I said, they could very easily still be undefeated, but they aren't. But I'm just saying that they um they could very easily be undefeated. But uh <laughs> I can't I can't see I can't see Louisville walking in there and and winning. Uh, I do like that wide receiver Jamari Thrash. Um he's good, especially, you know, um he's from well, I'm sorry, as a junior, as a junior, this man already has 22 receptions for 444 yards and five TDs. I'm uh I I, I like him. I think he's gonna be um he's gonna be a force to be reckoned with, but um they're not gonna go, they're not gonna be no jam. I, I like how Trent said uh I like how Mr. C how he uh named the like the third or fourth best Louisville quarterback to walk through those doors. You know, he got Lamar Jackson, yeah, Lamar Willis, Cunningham. <laughs> I take all three of those before Bridgewater, but you know, hey, guess, what? guess what? None of those boys are walking through that door. None of those boys are there though. Not you're right, you're Teddy. right. Not even Teddy <laughs> two gloves. He's not even walking. Not even Teddy two wow. gloves. Hey, but keep in mind, Teddy started all that. Uh-huh. You are right about that. You are he's the original. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go with Notre Dame. I'm still big on this Notre Dame team. Uh, I picked them to beat Ohio State. If they get 11 players on the field on their last play, maybe they do. Uh, I had them beating Duke last week, and I think Notre Dame might be the USC in a couple weeks. We we will see, but I got I got Notre Dame, and uh, they they keep uh, close to in the top ten. Last game of the college football weekend. One of the best rivals in sports. Two undefeated teams. We've got Texas versus Oklahoma. Hey, I'm going to be real with y'all, man. I'm nervous about this game because I've been hyping up Texas. But, man, Oklahoma, bro. Of they, course. They, for, for the most part, they've been a thorn in Texas' side for many years. But with that being said, I keep telling y'all, with my own two eyes, and y'all know, me and Mr. Box Office don't see out of eye on many things. With my own two eyes, the best team in college football so far this year I've seen is the Texas Longhorns. I think oh, the Longhorns no. make a statement, and I think they beat Oklahoma by two touchdowns or more. Woo! Before before someone else picks, Texas beat Oklahoma 49-0 last year. Yeah. It was embarrassing. Obviously, different team this year. Dylan Gabriel's back, though, but – yeah, that was that was nuts last year. Go ahead, C. All right, man. Um, to quote the great poet Drake, looking for revenge. You can look for Oklahoma to come out there looking for some revenge for that 49 and nothing beatdown that they took last year. But in my opinion, I don't think it's gonna happen, man. I um I I, I was sold after watching Texas beat down Alabama the way they did. Surely Oklahoma's not gonna win. So um, I'm a ride with Texas. I don't think that they're gonna they're gonna uh, Oklahoma even with Dylan Gabriel, who's he's he's quietly been flying under radar radar having a great year. 
You know what I mean? Thrown for 15 TDs, only two INTs. I mean, he's been doing really good. It's just going – the buck stops here, man. <laughs> you know, everybody – had every, they're going to come out fired up. They definitely won't lose 49 to nothing. I guarantee that. I guarantee they put some points. Go ahead, Mike. I mean, statistically, these two teams are the same exact team. Statistically. Experience-wise, experience-wise, Quinn Ewers definitely has that edge over the other quarterback, uh, Gabriel. But no, statistically, these are the exact same teams, both in uh, high-flying offenses. Both give up a lot of points and uh, or give up a lot of yardage. Um, they're both undefeated, and they're both going to score a lot of points to uh, in this Saturday game. Since everybody's going with Texas, I want to go with Oklahoma. I need a little edge over everybody in those picks. I'm already behind. I'm going with the Oklahoma Sooners to upset these Texas Longhorns in a close matchup in this rivalry game. Last second, overtime win, something like that. That is what we were going to expect to see at least. Um, and uh, and I expect uh, Texas to show out. I expect Quinn Ewers to ball out as he has. He has been very consistent in clutch situations. He cut so I wouldn't be surprised for Texas to beat him. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I definitely expect Texas to beat him. But I'm gonna go with Oklahoma. I'm gonna throw down that pick right there because I want that little edge over you guys, especially if it comes to fruition. You're just gonna fall further behind, Mike. No, yeah. I know. All right, all right, all right. It's my it's it's my turn now. Um, before before Oklahoma got spanked last year through 2018 to 2021. Um, Texas was 0-4 against them. Um, Oklahoma has won last the last of the seven uh, 10 meetings. Um, I think people are overlooking Oklahoma right now. I like uh, Venable, the coach. Um, I like the quarterback. I think he, he he people he's not being talked about enough. I think after this game, he will be talked about enough. He's thrown for 15 touchdowns. Over fifteen hundred yards, uh, completed seventy five percent of his passes. I like the linebacker they have, Danny Stutzman down in uh, the linebacker for Oklahoma. Um, I I think course this is the Heisman moment game that he's gonna have to show me that he is one of the top quarterbacks in the nation because I don't believe he is the top quarterback in the nation. I'd look at Quinn Ewers as a major Apple White, Chris ah! Sims, you know, those type of tier guys. Cole McCoy? You know, he, nah, he's the not show even close to that. I think he's the – no, Cole McCoy was a beast, man. He, yeah, yeah, McCoy was a baller. Yeah, Cole McCoy it was probably one of my favorite quarterbacks to come out of Texas. But with that being said – I'm taking Oklahoma Boomer sooner in this Boomer game. This will be a closer game than what people think. It's, it's going to come down to the last possession, and I like Oklahoma in this game. Red River rivalry. This is going to be a very close game, but I'm taking Oklahoma. Okay. Well, uh, you could be right. But I know Texas won't beat them by 49 like last year. It will be a closer game. I think it'll be close. But I think it's Texas's year, uh, at least out of the Big 12. 
I really think that Texas is the much better team. The Texas defense doesn't get enough credit. The defense is really, really good this year. Um, I, another thing I want to point out, if Texas gets through Oklahoma, they already beat uh, Alabama and Kansas, the other two ranked teams on their schedule. No one else is ranked on their schedule. They could fly through everybody else after that. Uh, obviously, they'll have the Big 12 title game. They'll play probably a ranked opponent there. But for the regular season, they might go undefeated. Texas is going to win this game by 10. I'm going to go 42-32. I think it's going to be close up until the last seven, eight minutes of the fourth quarter. Texas closes them out. Oklahoma's a little better than last year, but I still think they're a year away from actually being the Oklahoma we're used to. I'm going to go Texas. And that's All it right, for college man. football. Before, before we go, before we move on, I just want to go over the standings really quick in college football. The updated standings after five weeks. Coming in last place, True Exa Sports Junkie with a record of 15 <laughs> and 12. Then is followed by me, Duke, and Justin with a 17 record. Reek, he has uh, Reek and C are tied for third place with an 18 and 9 record. Reek was the only one that went undefeated last week. He actually picked Ole Miss and Kentucky. And coming in sure in did. first place. Coming in, oh, we have Mike also. You are tied in second place right now with an 18 9 record with C and Reek. Um, mm -hmm. And coming in, tying it with first place, it's the Maddox, Yvonne and Antonio with a 19 8 record. They're just picking the same, huh? That's that's how they're doing. You guys, you guys, <laughs> <putting> hands <laughs> together. I see. Okay, joining hands, copying each other's homework. <laughs> Well, X, I'm well, disappointed. That's what you get. That's, you're in, that's what you get, and you're in last place. So congratulations. <laughs> first of all, first of all, I'm the only Mr. one that takes chances on the show. Hey, man, taking chances oh, put you chances. in last place, man. Hey, you Sorry. right. You right. Just like your. Now I'm gonna end up like you. I'm taking chances. Um, sure. Um, Come on, let's right, move to the NFL. Fun. I got. I got. I got 35 minutes, folks. 35 All right, NFL, minutes. Let's go to this week's winners and losers in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Big time. Ahead, Let me start it off. Let me start it off. Uh, biggest winner. Um, you guys are going to love this one. The Tampa Bay Red Buccaneers. Oh, God. Not at all. Yeah. Oh, Fire the go, cannons. Boom, boom, boom. Baker. Boom. Baker, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Oh, Mayfield hey, man. Keo was right about him. Oh, Keo was right man. about Baker. That's right. Uh, now they showed out. Derek Carr probably should not have been playing this game. Uh, you know who he is. He, he should not have been playing this game. He's, you know, AC joint. Uh, he he should have uh, just let Jameis Winston run it. Let Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill run the run the run the helm. Um, and I don't know why he didn't just uh, just do that. You know, his uh, his. Uh, his ego, his ego wouldn't let that happen. So that's very unfortunate for the Saints that they lost this game because they needed a, they needed this win. Uh, it's big against the Buccaneers, uh, especially because of uh, how competitive they are this year. Uh, but Buccaneers, big winners, uh, that really helps out their division title hopes. Uh, my biggest losers, I got one little note: Tredavious White done for the season. That is huge for the Buffalo Bills. Enormous loss. Their best corner, one of the top five corners in the league. Um, and to lose him for the season, that's like losing Von Miller last year around the same time losing him for the season. So that is huge for their Super Bowl hopes. 
But I will say uh, my biggest loser is Daniel Jones and the Giants. We saw somebody's career end uh, on Monday Night Football, and um, so that's that's why he has to be the biggest loser. His his career is over. There's no chance for him to ever resalvage it. Wow. That was embarrassing. What an embarrassing performance. Um, I mean, to get chewed out by your coach on camera, and uh, and like the coach just you know, I mean, look, did you see how him like how? Just weak he looked. He looked really, really weak, Daniel Jones. He's, sh- he's shameful, his head in his hands, sitting down. The coach is trying to, you know, tell him, oh, stay in this. You know, we got this. And he just tosses the tosses the uh, the device on the on the floor in frustration, just giving up on his quarterback. I was surprised that Jones wasn't benched for that game. Um, yeah, we saw somebody's career end, and uh, that's why he's the biggest loser. Yeah. All right, let me go ahead and get this over with, man. Uh, I'm going to actually have to give the biggest winner of the week to uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. It's going to sound crazy. The Eagles are my biggest winners because they were able to hold on and mm-hmm. win the game against the commanders in overtime, man. Because the reason why they're the biggest winners, that was the team dropped low 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 to lose a game to the commanders i know they're two and two but to lose a game to the commanders coming off of the super bowl and you're three and oh that would have really put their tank that would have tanked their uh morale you already not haven't been playing your best football i will say that the eagles have not been playing their best football um and i was surprised that their um their defense gave up 31 points had sam howell out there looking like he was a real quarterback but um they did manage to hold on. I think that that was really good for them. So they were my biggest winners of the week and my biggest losers. Oh, shit, it was me, man. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I felt terrible watching this thing. Looking at my favorite team since I was eight years old, get demolished by the Buccaneers. Yeah. The Buccaneers, man. And, and Baker Mayfield. And your, and your fantasy team lost too, despite Christian McCaffrey scoring yeah. like 50 points for you. So, absolutely, you're right. What the you're heck? Right. Trade them to me. Trade them. I got you. I got that depth you need. Yeah. You do not. I do um, not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but, uh, but looking at them, and um, the, Saint, the Saints were the biggest loser. Um, and I would say the uh, coaching staff. The coaching staff, they set a terrible precedent last year by benching Jameis Winston and even when he got back healthy enough to play, not letting him go back and become the starter. So I think that's what spooked Derek Carr and had him out there throwing mm-hmm. ducks, <laughs> throwing ducks to make sure he doesn't get benched and never <laughs> in. Um, I think they did that. And our, our play calling is horrendous. Um, we got to get a, uh, another OC. Pete Carmichael, I gave you a chance, bro, but you are trash for real. <laughs> He needs to uh, give up those play calling duties to Ronald Curry. If they don't fire him, go ahead and get rid of um get get him off the play calling duties. D. Ronald Curry, yeah, D. Ronald Curry, man, wide receiver of the Oakland Raiders. My yeah, man, man. Our number eight yeah, line himself. Carolina, man. Wow. Yeah, man, but he's he's a, he's a, um he's one he's on our he actually called some plays for us in the preseason. So I think he needs to pick up that play calling duty full time now. We got Alvin Kamara back, so. We do have weapons, all our weapons at his disposal, and he just did not use them right this week. So um, the biggest loser were the Saints, me, and the uh, Saints coaching staff. Derek Carr, sit your ass down, man. Let Winston hold it down. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Right, my, I'll go. All right. Well, <laughs> I give I give C credit because C is very biased in my opinion. But when his teams lose, he calls them losers. And uh, the Saints did not look good at all. Uh, but uh, I think it's I think they can still win the MC South. I still loses now. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna go with my loser, and I'm shocked none of you have said it. It's the Cincinnati Bengals. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Listen to what happened to me. I can send y'all the freaking screenshot if y'all want. I did a 23 team parlay. <laughs> College and NFL, $15, could win ten got 22 of them right. The freaking no. Bengals, the Bengals ruined it for me. The bro, I'm sorry, bro. The Bengals ruined it for me. I got 22 out of 23, bro. I can't believe it. And, and I was sold on them in that game. I, it was actually one of the games I wasn't worried about because I was like, well, they won last year or last week. They beat the Rams. The Titans stink. They're going to win this game. They're going to get on a roll. They lost. Dude, Burrow does not look healthy. I would shut down Burrow the rest of the year. Uh, he just signed the biggest contract in NFL yeah. history. He does not look good. Your season's over. You're one and three. Why the hell do you need to keep putting him out there? You're only risking the torn Achilles at this point. Um, I, I, Higgins doesn't look good. Jamar Chase doesn't look good. No one looks good. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on either. I mean, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch any – I haven't watched any full game film from the Bengals yet. I got that NFL Plus, so that's on deck. But, like, what does Burrow look like? Is he consistently inaccurate? Hey, like, he is it just complete? He's just throwing bad, off? He also, he doesn't look confident. He doesn't look like uh, he, he can move around the pocket at all. But listen right. to this. Uh, they, Mike, you, uh, you said you didn't watch. They came out, kicked the field goal, 3-0, didn't score rest of the game. They lost twenty-seven to three. Just I don't know what's ball. going on with that uh, offense, Just, specifically offense. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. The, the Bengals are terrible, and they are losers big time. Their season's over in terms of playoffs. They're not going to make the playoffs. Uh, my winner is the Houston Texans after their win against Pittsburgh because they have found their quarterback. CJ Stroud looks legit. He's throwing dimes. I told y'all. He's throwing dimes. I thought he was the second-best quarterback behind Bryce Young. He looks way better than Bryce Young so far. There was rumors when in the draft that he was going to drop down to the Colts at four, and I said I would take him over Richardson at the time. Um, Obviously, Richardson looks solid, too. He needs more work throwing the ball than Stroud does, though. Stroud's a stud. He, He... he and he's throwing to nobody's guys we don't know yet. Nico Collins, Tank Dell, they might be really good, but we'll find out in a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. they they uh, CJ Stroud looks good, and I'm giving the Houston Texans a winner for the week because they crushed Pittsburgh, but also CJ Stroud looks legit. Go ahead, Keel. All right, man. Time to give you some real losers today, and they are losers. Monsters of the Midway. Well, they're not monsters anymore. But Mm -hmm. I got the Chicago Bears, man. It was bad enough. You got spanked by the Chiefs 41 to 10. You're up three scores against the Denver Broncos. I thought the game was over, man. I thought I thought it was over. I I wasn't even paying attention. 
<laughs> Next thing you know, they coughed up 24 unanswered points. <laughs> Justin Fields spoiled his own four-touchdown breakout performance, and he decided to give up two fourth-quarter turnovers, and then the coach decided to go against a late go-ahead field goal try, man. So they were my complete losers. And Sean Payton and Russell Wilson might have saved or salvaged some type of their season. So I got them as my losers and my winners. Come on, man. Anybody that knows me, everybody's seen what I've been up to on social media. (laughs) I got my Dallas Cowboys. We are back in business. Here we come, man. We them I mean, girls. Like 38 to 3. <laughs> we, we we gave Bill Belichick his worst loss of his entire career. People well, thought that you. the people thought the New England Patriots have a chance. And Dak once again, man, he it wasn't great, but he paid. <laughs> it wasn't great, but he played. He said a, it was ugly, but you know he sucks. But we won. It, it wasn't great, but he played a perfect game. No interceptions. One interception throughout the entire season. So that's a win for me. And um, and um, and the the new quarterback that uh uh um a bland he um he he was huge also, and the the obviously the defense stepped up also. So this. Scored a lot of points on the defensive side. Obviously, you know, I'm not celebrating too way too much because we got somebody named the San Francisco 49ers in our way. So we'll get we we're about to get to that right now. As a matter of fact, we're gonna cut uh some of these topics out and we're going straight hold to up, our hold up right quick, Keo, Keo, real yeah. quick. You need to follow this guy on Instagram. I'm not sure if you follow him or any of y'all guys follow him. His name is Scott Magruder. He he's hilarious. He's a cowboy fan, and he sounds just like you. <laughs> oh wow! That's awesome. I'll go check that out then. Well, he's not MBS brand, so we don't we don't pay attention to that guy. That's 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 real talk right there. That's no, he, real talk right there. he makes fun of all teams fans, but uh, he's actually a Cowboys fan. So his last couple of videos have been about the Cowboys, and boy. He sounds just like Keo, man. <laughs> That's great. All right, man. So let's go to our um, games for this week, man. And um, we about to get it started, man. So let's go. Okay. Well, we unfortunately pick every primetime game. And this, <laughs> this, this Thursday is the worst primetime game of the season. We got the Chicago Bears in Washington against the oh, Commanders. Wow. The race, the race for Caleb Williams. <laughs> Who we got? <laughs> oh man. You know what? I got to pick. You got the Commanders? Yeah. I, I got to pick the Bears. I they got to pull one out. They got to get one in. You know, ever since um there's a little graphic that keeps going around about the Bears and uh, Elon. Ever since Elon Musk bought Twitter, it was back last year in October, like the middle of October. Um, every team, every team, and every major sport, every sport—women's basketball, women's sco- soccer, hockey, everything—everybody has a win, but one team doesn't. The Chicago Bears. I think they've the lost Chicago what, Bears. 14, 15 straight now. 
They have lost every game that they've played since October of last year. They have to get one. I mean, they looked really good all game last game, and then they just blew it. Let's let let's say I'm I'm gonna give them one. Go ahead, Bears, get that win. Their whole team is terrible. The offense, the defense, the quarterback. The it's the coaching. Coaches. It's the coaching. It's, it's the coaching. The and yeah, it's definitely the quarterback play. Yeah, it's you quarterback know. play. But I mean, he is also their best player, so that says a lot. Go ahead, Keo. Who you got? Um. What the what the the bears and bears, the and the bears who? commanders bears and commanders bears and commanders I'm gonna I'm gonna say the bears get their first win man I, let's I, go I think the bears get their first win that's right yeah, they, okay, yeah, they get right. their first win I've got the bears and I don't know how uh they have to get a win eventually <laughs> they have to get a win against uh, eventually and I'm just gonna pick them this week but I swear to God if they lose to the commanders I don't know I'll never pick them again. Yeah, I don't know if I can pick them rest of the year. I mean, that would be pathetic if they can't. Not saying hopefully we are terrible, but they got to get a win somewhere. Hopefully, we won't have to pick any of their games next. Uh, Hopefully, we won't have to pick any of their games after this if uh, if they do lose. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go Chicago, but I don't know how. Uh, The Commanders are five and a half point favorites, so Vegas is sold on Commanders, but I'm gonna go with the Bears. Uh, We've got another London game. And it's better than last weekend. The Jags against the Bills. Jaguars stayed in London, huh? Oh, boy. I think it's the first time I've seen it back-to-back. This might be a new experiment the NFL is doing. I think that's a big advantage for them. And the Bills just played at home. Is that correct? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, that's crossing. They're still crossing the Atlantic, though, right? Um, They're still crossing. So it's not like they're crossing all the way through the United States to do it. But London, I mean, the fact that they're they've been in London all week chilling, that's 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 a big advantage, and they're comfortable in that environment. I got the Jaguars yeah, winning this one. Mm-mm. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> that diet got messed up. That diet got messed up eating beans. Yeah, uh, but no, I I, I got I got Jaguars. Food, but go ahead, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go ahead. See, it's on you. All right, man. Um, I got the Bills, man. I got the Bills. They really impressed me last week. And the Jaguars have underachieved this year traumatic, dramatically. And um, I, I was really impressed with the Bills last week, as y'all see a little later on when we get our uh, top fives and stuff. But um, I got the Bills. I got the Bills. just, um, And I think they handled the Jags pretty pretty handedly, even though they, they are um, having to travel over there across seas, overseas or whatever. But I got the Bills. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead, Kill. I'm really quick. I got. I'm going with the Bills also, man. I'm just not sold on Jacksonville this year. Okay, I'm gonna go with the Bills. They get Von Miller back. I think that the mm-hmm. defense is legit. I feel bad for them because they lost Tre'Davious White. That is a big loss, but the yeah. pass rush is even more important. Then they get Von Miller back. I got Buffalo. Next game, I think is an actually interesting game. Two teams coming off a loss. The Saints go to New England. Who we got? Ooh, that's boring. Oh, oh, oh. That's oh, boring. It's interesting, but you know, it is a, it is going to be a good matchup though because it should be close. Um, wow. I think that I think the Saints defense is too good for this one though. Uh, I got the Saints coming out of this one with the win. Good shot. Good shot. 
All right, man. Tom Brady is not walking through that door, ladies and gentlemen. Neither is Doug Flutie. So, <laughs> um, Mac Jones is your quarterback. And guess what? Our defense is going to eat <laughs> with Mac Jones. <laughs> so, I can tell you right now, I got the Saints. I, I don't have us big because we have a problem scoring, getting in the end zone. I got us winning, though, even if it's a field goal competition. I think we got the better kicker. So, um, I, I do anticipate us getting in the end zone this week, unlike last week against Baker Mayfield. And fucking years, man. So, I got the Saints. If, if the Patriots win this game, I won't be surprised because I think uh, they're desperate as well. Uh, but I'm going to go the Saints, a game-winning field goal. But like I said, I won't be surprised if the Patriots win. They're desperate and they're at home. Um, I know the last game, Judon got banged up, and then Gonzalez, the rookie cornerback that, that they drafted in the first round, he was also injured in that game. Good I think point. he might be, he might be out sometime. Right. Yeah, so I clearly got the New Orleans Saints. You cannot give Chris Olave – he he cannot get just one reception for four yards. That's that's horrible, man. Not just for fantasy, but for him, oh. for the Saints' offense. That... I sent I sent him off on the right but, week. But, but, but look at this. Oh, Alvin Kamara Com- right had twelve receptions. What? Yes. What? Thirteen? I thought. I thought it was thirteen. Yeah, 13. yeah 12, thirteen. Thirteen catches. My well, gosh. Yards. For thirty yards, thirteen I mean, receptions that, for thirty. That's, that's the that's, worst. That's, that's the worst yards total for anybody with 13 receptions in the <laughs> NFL. That's, I wow. mean, that's good for somebody's fantasy team, but but as far as the game goes, you gotta you gotta you gotta give Kamara move the, the chain somehow. Dang, I, uh, just hand the ball off at that point. Like, but, what's the point? <laughs> but, but five five targets, one reception for four yards. That that that's not gonna work, man. Let they me tell you what's that. good about that, though. Let me tell you what's good about that. As a Saints fan, I've watched um. Alvin Kamara under uh with Drew Brees as his quarterback and the rest of these scrubs that we've had, and nobody really throws the ball to Kamara. Kamara bailed Drew Brees out of so many tight situations for so many years. I don't understand how these new quarterbacks that we have don't realize that that's the safety valve for a reason, and he can get us a first down just like that. I just like the fact that they are even throwing him the ball. So the fact that he only got 37 yards, but he did get 13 receptions, I like that. I like that. That shows promise because he's going to end up breaking something. And he's pissed. I thought they should have given Kamara the rock because he was 11.51 for uh, rushing the ball. That's not bad, running the ball. Yeah. Yeah, I got that. Uh, I got the Saints. Saints, uh, It's an easy one for me. I think they'll win this very easily. Uh, uh, yeah, well, next game the Philadelphia Eagles go cross country to play the LA Rams. Yeah, I got the Rams. I think the offense has looked really good, the defense has been good as well because uh, Aaron Donald is healthy and leading the charge. Um, the Eagles have been struggling a bit and they just squeaked out that win against the Commanders. Going all the way across, they got to play. I mean, they're playing in great weather with the Rams, um, but the but they have obviously showed that their secondary can get decimated. And against the Rams, that 
good offense, that really elite offense. They got Puka Nakua, Tutu Atwell. Is Cooper Cup coming back? I got the Rams. Yeah, that's what they're saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cooper Cup is expected to play. Mm-hmm. I got the Rams. I got the Rams winning this one. By the way, I'm just – I got to just – I don't, I might say this every week, but just Ray, DJ Gravity, getting Puka Nakua is just – it hurts my soul because he was just <laughs> quicker than us. He was just quicker than all of us. Just seeing that free agent pickup just put up the best wide receiver stats in the league right now, man, that hurts. Yeah, man, that Puka Nakua pickup is uh is very big, and I saw him. I saw mm-hmm. him. We all did. We all did. We all look, saw him. <laughs> look, I saw him, and I saw Tutu Atwell. I was like, I think Atwell is going to be the one, and I was wrong. I'm glad, and I didn't get either one of them, so I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I um, with that being said, I think the Eagles get it together, man. I think the Eagles get it together, um, and they they pull out this win. I know they're traveling right across the country, but I think that, that once you land in LA, it's so beautiful out there, you forget about that hard trip. So I think they're gonna go out there, get a win, and go party out there on sunset afterwards. Um Yvonne, did you go? Uh I'll go. Um, I got the Rams as well. Uh, mm-hmm. uh the Eagles have been struggling and they're due for a loss with the way they've played. They're kind of reminding me of Georgia. Because they're starting off slow, they look rusty, and it's going to cost them. I've got uh, the Eagles losing to the Rams. Cooper Cup is back. I got Puka Nakua in another league. He's been helping me out so much. And it's funny, in that same league, I got Cooper Cup. So now I'm happy I got both of them. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams. I think they get the upset. Yeah, I'm going with the Rams also, man, with with, uh, Atwell, Puka Nakua, uh, you got Cup coming back. I like the running back, Williams. He's really explosive. Defense been playing really solid. And the Eagles, they've been struggling in every single game. They barely escaped Washington. So I'm 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 rolling I'm rolling with the Rams. I think they'll be more hungry in this game and I think they'll take get those W. All right. Two more games. Game of the week. Sunday night football. <laughs> and breaking <laughs> news. And breaking news, I will be attending this game live. Oh, I actually okay. got, I got really good seats. I'm very excited. It's the game of the year, in my opinion, to this point. Um, Sunday night football, I'm so happy this is the Sunday night game because uh, uh, to watch Red Zone all day and finish it off with this game, wow. Uh, by the way, by the way, Red Zone is the greatest channel ever created. Red Zone is the greatest channel. That's about to yes. I love Red Zone. I've been on that for years, just watching that. I'll pull up the Red Zone on TV, right. another game on the uh the computer and watch it. I love it. Uh let the Keo, you're the cowboy fan. You go first. Well, man, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> The whole it's week. my turn. Yep, it is my turn. I like what the Niners are doing. I am sick and tired of people calling them the best team in the NFL. They are not the best team in the NFL. They do not have the best defense in the NFL. And it broke my heart. I'm still not over it. I feel disgusted when I really think of it after what they did to us in the playoffs. This will be revenge. We will get them in San Francisco. 
It's not going to be the type of game they think it is. Um, I know you posted earlier, you said that Brock Purdy has the number one QBR in the NFL right now. But guess what? When the Cowboys are leading, when the Cowboys are leading in a game, Dak Prescott has the number one QBR in the NFL. Crazy stat, huh? Shout out to Pat McAfee. He actually uh, brought that stat to light. Um, When the Saints win a game, we are... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey man, I I just think I just I just think I just think we're more explosive, especially in the running game, and our defense is just more tenacious. I think Christian McCaffrey he will get slowed down in this game. Sorry, see, I know you got him in fantasy. I'm not. I know, Mc, I know McCaffrey's been scoring touchdowns for what the last twelve, thirteen games, stating from last season. Thirteen. Yeah, so I think they're going to put a stop to the 49ers and I think they're going to slow down Brock Purdy in that passing game. They're going to force they're going to force Brock Purdy to pass the ball, something that he's not accustomed to doing. Brock Purdy don't pass on a high rate. That's why he got that high QBR like that. And that's why he don't make those type of mistakes. And I think the Dallas offense will have its way with the San Francisco 49ers and I got the Cowboys winning this game. By six points, 27, 21 Cowboys. And we're going to be talking about the Dallas Cowboys after Sunday night. Woo! Man. Let's get them. All right, let me go, man. All right, so (laughs) um, (laughs) um, let me tell you this, man. I actually picked up McCaffrey because of you, Keon. You know what I'm saying? I picked him up because of you, man. I said, uh, I'm going to get McCaffrey and Kill going to send me a boatload of people for him. That's what I was anticipating. <laughs> what I was anticipating but you ain't sent him. And my man been putting up points. I lost my first game in fantasy this week, but that's just one. That's just one. And I very well could have won if Lockett had came through like he should have. Or, uh, or my tight end wouldn't have got hurt in warm-ups and I couldn't change him. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, McCaffrey will get slowed down this week. But think about how fast he's been going. That's like saying, man, he was going 160. Now he's going to slow him down to 120. You know what I mean? So he definitely will score. If you look at the bet, bet Christian McCaffrey at any time touchdown score. He's going to score. That's a point blank period. They make it a point to make sure he scores every game. Um, also, um, I just think the Niners are a better team. And that. Dak does not like playing against the Niners for some reason, man. <laughs> he, um, I don't know if he wants to play for San Francisco or something, but he likes to give them the ball. Um, but I, I really have I, – I really got all confidence that the Niners will come out victorious, especially they are, they're playing in Frisco too, man. Um, reminds me of Candlestick Park, man. Let's, let's just see. They're playing at Levi Stadium, but they, they used to play in Candlestick Park. And I got the Niners, bro. I got the Niners. All right. It's like this. 49ers have the better offensive line. They have the better oh, defensive God. line. They have the better position players. Um, they have the better Christ. linebackers. And uh, with Trevon Diggs uh, getting hurt, you know, secondary is pretty even as well. Better and last but not least, last but not – oh, yeah, of course, better coach, way better coach. And then last but not least, the quarterback play. Brock Purdy is way more composed. He's just – 
He has no he has no but, worries because of how good his team is. But, he has no but, worries and he just but, throws dimes. But but they they but they don't have eleven from heaven. <laughs> That's right. My, they don't have eleven from heaven. My my oh Micah. <laughs> Micah Parsons, man. Yeah, yeah. My I know. oh Micah. He, he's he, that boy's a beast, but it, um, but it's not going to be enough. However, Keo, you need to find out who Mr. Box Office's date is and slip something in there, uh, some kind of food poisoning or whatever, just yeah. to make sure that you, you you're ball. the backup. You're that, bro. Look at Mr. Box Office. You should be looking at Mr. Box Office. He's going to a whole NFL game, prime time, Cowboys versus Niners, and he didn't invite his boy Keo. That's crazy. Yeah, I had to. That's I had to find, crazy. I had to find this is on. This is on box office. To, I'm just giving. To, I'm just giving Keo an idea. I had to find out last minute from him. I'm like, that's crazy. Man. That's wild. How long has box office had this planned? Wild. Well, anyway, well, my, well, my it, it's all right, Keo, because. It's it's all right, Keo. You wouldn't want to watch no, the Cowboys. I, I, whenever whenever I'm in town, whenever <laughs> I'm in town, it, with my where my my friends live, I go visit them. Virginia, Louisiana, <laughs> Vegas. That's right. Hey, That's I'm a right. good friend, man. <laughs> go, go ahead, box office. Who are you gonna watch yeah, go live? Ahead. Win. Who's all gonna right. win? So the Niners have eliminated them the last two years. Uh, Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. number one QBR so far in the league. He looks actually really good in this offense. Um, Debo Samuel is day to day. Uh, I actually think I've, I'm attending a really close game down to the wire. I'm excited. I'm gonna go with the 49ers just because they're at home. If this was game was in Dallas, I would choose Dallas because Dallas eventually has to get them, and maybe they get them later this year in the playoffs. But not this game. The 49ers by four points win this game. I hope you're wrong. <laughs> but I think the atmosphere will be awesome in this, and I'm glad it's a Sunday night game. Let's go to the Monday night game. Devontae Adams plays his former team. It's in Vegas, Green Bay against the Raiders. Who we got? Packers. Raiders suck. <laughs> Let's move on to NBA. Is Jimmy G playing? Bro, who cares? They both suck. All three of them suck. Garoppolo, Aiden O'Connell, Brian Hoyer. You're getting the same thing from all three of them. And that's bad coaching, bad decision making, uh, and bad defense. So, you know, it's it's that simple. It's that simple. We will not win this game. All right, man. Um, I, I I'm going, I'm going with the Packers, man. Jordan Love has shown me a lot. Um, beating the Saints, he showed me a lot. Keeping his composure and being able to bring his team down from 17 to nothing. Um, I, I I got him. I don't think he's going to be one of those great Packer quarterbacks, but he's what they have right now. And I think he's uh, good enough to beat the Raiders because, like he said, man, Mike said the Raiders are terrible. That's his own team. They're terrible. And he knows that they're, they're a bad team right now, man. So, um, hopefully Josh Jacobs balls out. Cause I got him on my one of my two of my fantasy teams, but uh, outside of that, man, I got the Packers. You okay. Got box office. Well, the Packers last played last Thursday night, and this will be a Monday night game. I mean, they've had essentially 15 days before this game. Man, uh, I think Aiden O'Connell starts again. He's nothing special. Um, 
the Packers win this game, and uh, and it's a it's a shame that we're not going to see at least Jimmy G to make it a little better of a game. But the Packers are the better team, and Devontae Adams takes an L against his team. Go ahead, Keel. I'm taking the Raiders in this game, man. In Vegas, normally let's go. These these high profile games, big stage games. uh, The Raiders tend to do well in those type of games when it's like pressure type of games. I like the Raiders in this game, man. Uh, Um, I'm hoping Jimmy Garoppolo does play because they're gonna. He's gonna look for Devontae Adams to show out against his Green Bay Packer teammates. So I'm going with the. Pack uh, the Raiders in this game. I think Josh Jacobs will get the running game going once again. Defense Woo! will make the necessary plays that they need. Uh, Devontae Adams is going to score a couple touchdowns. I, I got the Raiders. Very nice. Very nice. Let's talk about right. NBA. Let's talk about that All trade right. real quick before All I get right. out of here. All right. Before Mike goes, man, there was a major blockbuster trade this past week. Damian Lillard, the saga is over. He gets traded to all of all teams, the Milwaukee Bucks. It was a three-team trade. Um, Nurkic uh, went to the Suns, and then Drew. They also uh, the, the Drew Holiday. Um, Drew Holiday gets sent to the Blazers, but that was not it because Drew Holiday ends up um, getting traded to the Boston Celtics. So combining these two trades together, who who are your winners in this trade? Definitely. I think every team came out a winner except the Celtics. I don't like what What? happened with the Celtics. Yeah. I like Drew Holiday. He's definitely still in uh, in his prime. You could say he's still in his prime. He's still a very good player, but he's had injury issues, and they lost depth with Malcolm Brogdon uh and uh and Robert Williams. So giving up that depth and giving up that those picks, I'm not sure it was worth it because the Blazers came out with the haul. They really did come out with the haul. I love what they got from for uh for Damian Lillard. They they already have three guards lined up. They have Anthony Simons, uh Shaden Sharp and uh Scoot Henderson ready to take over. Those are three really good wings and one of them might end up being a top 5 top 10 guy. Then they find a big DeAndre Ayton. They get a they get a wing uh, from Europe. He's a rookie, uh, Tumani Kamara. We'll see how he ends up. And then they get a bunch of picks for Drew Holiday um, and and uh, Damian Lillard as well. Lots of first round picks, like four, five, six first round picks uh, for the future. And uh, and and then they flip Drew Holiday for some really nice depth, Robert Williams and uh, Malcolm Brogdon. So I think the Blazers came out the biggest winner. The Suns got a big beefy center, Yusuf Nurkic, who's gonna body up with the um with the um what is his dang name? Um from the Nuggets. Why am I forgetting Yo- his name? Jokic. 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 Yep, thank you. Uh the Joker. They got a big body. I mean, that's that's probably Jokic's uh best matchup right there is Nurkic. That's the best matchup that you can find for somebody uh for uh, to go up against him. And then the Bucks get Lillard, who's gonna He's going to handle the rock, um, something that Giannis really can't do. Handle the rock and, and and score in the clutch time when you really need it, especially a three, a big three. You got Damian Lillard now. He's the best option out there in the league right now for that. So um, big wins for the Blazers, Suns, and Bucks. But I don't like what the Sun Celtics gave up for Drew Holiday. I think they gave too much depth. 
I'll go. All right, man. So I um I like what you said there, Mike, about the Blazers came out. I, I think they came out big winners. I came to, I think they came out really big winners. This is probably the best thing that they could have done getting with, with, with getting rid of uh Damian Lillard. They brought in enough to make it make sense for their team for the future. But the biggest winner out of this is obvious to me, man. The Bucks. <laughs> the Bucks, man. I mean, you got the Greek freak in. You got Dame time right now, bro. And Middleton, he, we all know he's not going to stay. He's not going to stay healthy the whole season. So now you don't really need him to, all right? You have uh, two offensive options that can take over a game at any time with Dame and um, Giannis um, and Brooke Lopez still there. I think they're going to be damn good, man. I'm really impressed. I'm really impressed with them going out and being active and going ahead and getting them. Um, I, I I thought I, I I sure hate that for Drew Holiday, as he the day before the trade he said that he he wanted to be a buck for life, and then the next day they buck that was really messed up. That was really so, messed up. So you know, I mean, I think that was terrible. Uh, the Suns got a little better. I think DeAndre Ayton needed that that new that new spot to try to um be a better player. I, um, I expected him to be better than he's been being um, as the number one pick. I just don't think Phoenix was good for him. I don't think Phoenix was good for him. And the team that they were building around him wasn't really building around him. They were um, they were just building and he was in there. So now he goes to a place where they're basically going to try to build around him. Uh, they already got all those young guards. So I, um, I think he'll be. I think he'll be better over there. I think all teams came out better. Um, Boston. Um, I think that they by getting Drew Holiday, they made up for losing Marcus Smart, as far as the defense, definitely. And uh, they have a be- they have a better Marcus Smart defensive wise. Uh, he's right there on par with Marcus, and he's a damn sure better scorer than Marcus. So. Um, I think they did all right. I think they gave up way too much for him. I do agree with that. They gave up way too much for him. But I think all teams, all teams, I feel, got better. I feel, well, not better because they ain't, well, yeah, I think the Blazers probably got better too. I think the Blazers got better too. I think they're a playoff team now. I don't know about playoff. A playoff team. I think they are, I think they we'll are better, but I don't know about playoffs. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, you two. All right. I think C took the words out of my mouth. He's spot on with this. I thought everybody got better. Uh, I believe that the Blazers got a huge haul, which a team that usually gives up a star like this doesn't get. Yep. Um, I think the Suns also did well because they wanted to get rid of Aiton for a while now, and they get okay. Nurkic, who I think has a lot of potential. The only issue with Nurkic is he's a little injury prone. But okay. uh, other than that, I um, it's a good pickup and a great replacement. Uh, then you've Nurkic also – were both at Denver at one point, right? Correct. And Nurkic was a starter before uh, Jokic uh, took over completely because they couldn't yeah. believe Jokic's potential. And then now we see that they made the right move. Um, yeah. And then uh, then you've got the Bucks, who are the biggest winner in this. You, we, uh, you, not just because you get Giannis another star. Now Giannis isn't going anywhere. Giannis is yeah. going to retire a Milwaukee Buck. Him and uh, his brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it feels good to have Giannis as your brother. But, I'm uh, telling you, Jesus. <laughs> but, uh, 
but I will say this: uh, uh, you get uh, you get another top ten player in uh, with next to Giannis, you're a huge winner. The, the Milwaukee Bucks are favorites out the East. The Boston Celtics got better than the Miami Heat after the Drew Holiday addition. Yeah, I think yeah. they're better because he's an upgrade over Marcus Smart, as C said. I this is one of those rare trades where everybody won, but the team that got the biggest star really took it at another level. Um, I love this trade for everybody. The 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 Blazers can build a nice future. I don't know their their playoff team yet. But uh, they're headed in the right direction. <laughs> really, the Celtics, the Celtics, uh, they they matched up nice with the Bucks now too. They they added Drew Holiday to to, to compete with Damian Lillard. And, and you know, like that, gonna get swept now. I think they're just gonna get swept. And when the and when the Pelicans eliminated the Blazers, Drew Holiday did really well on Damian Lillard that series. Yeah. Um, but Drew Holiday when, is very underrated. But at the same time, no one can defend Giannis. So. Um, mm -hmm. I think that uh, I think Milwaukee has to be the favorite out the East with uh, the, uh, with the Suns replacing Aiton with Nurkic. I think they're the favorites out the West. Uh, I agree with C. Uh, just just a win on every side. Guaranteed. Let me get uh, out of here, folks. Let me get out of here before well, Keo go goes. Ahead, kicking me out. It was great to be back on, and I'll be back on next week, taking care of everybody, taking care of my family. God bless to everybody. Shout out to my baby, my little girl, um, and my family, uh, my uh, my beautiful woman. Um, and uh, just thank you guys, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace, yes, sir. Peace. Um. All right. As far as this goes, I only have one winner for me. It is the Milwaukee Bucks. Plain and simple. Damian Lillard, they landed the big, they landed the uh, the big superstar man. Damian Lillard, this guy is box office. He's a superstar. He's gonna be a, a huge help to Giannis. You can't double Giannis no more. You got somebody that could score on a high level, that could take over the game, and you got a closer man. That's something Milwaukee needs. I know they it, the they did get a decline when it comes to the 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 perimeter defensive play of Drew Holiday, but I think that they wanted offense more. I think they cared about offense more than defense. I think that that's what mattered to them. They needed somebody like a Damian Lillard, and they've been looking for a point guard for quite some time, and this is what they finally get. And I didn't expect them to land this man, and this is huge for them. Giannis been contemplating about if he was going to stay or not. Now, this is going to make him to want to stay when you landed somebody like Damian Lillard. And uh, Giannis, he's been wanting to play with Damian Lillard for quite some time. And the feeling was mutual with Damian Lillard. I think it's huge for the Bucks, And they are one of the top teams right now in the Eastern Conference going to the NBA season, man. I like what the, the Celtics did also. Um, they added Drew Holiday. That that was huge for him, along with Tatum, Jalen Brown. I, I think that was huge. South, I mean, Portland, they definitely building right now. Porzingis they got – yeah, Porzingis also. They they got some nice pieces in Portland. 
a Suns. I, you know, we know they're going to be a contender even if they didn't move Aiton because with Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, and KD is a contender regardless. And it's a good thing also. Damian Lillard, he's going to go into the East where he has a better chance to get to the finals now. So I'm yeah. going, yeah, I'm going with the Bucks as my winners, man. This, 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 they're my, they were my winners for me. All right, let's move on over to um, our next topic. And we're going to be talking about some baseball, man. MLB predictions, man. How you guys got it this year? You know, I don't know anything going on in Major League Baseball. I am taking a break. Y'all go ahead. <laughs> uh, I, I have no idea what's going on in baseball either, man. I'm uh, just going to be honest with you. I, um, I haven't even been watching it on SportsCenter. So, so I, I'm totally lost, man. The Braves still in it, right? Um. Yeah, Braves still in it. They're the number one seed right now. Yeah, that's my team. So I'm going with the Braves. I don't know what the question is, but that's all I know. I'm going with well, the Braves. Well, well, it's who do you got going to the World Series? Well, my World Series pick is pretty clear, pretty simple for me. It's probably a predictable pick, a popular pick. I got the Houston Astros and I got the LA Dodgers going to the World Series. Um, okay. So so uh with that being said man we're going to go we're going to go to our very last topic for tonight it's in the NFL and we are going to be talking about our power 5 rankings we haven't done them yet so let's go straight to our power 5 rankings after 4 weeks of football All right I'll start it off man um power 5 rankings after uh 4 weeks of football man Last week, I'll start off with number five. Last week, I had this team as the number one team in football, man. And it was uh, clear to me, after putting 70 points up on Denver, that they had to be the number one team. Um, I was wrong. Boys promptly went out there and got their bus tore up by the Bills. So the Dolphins come in at number five. Number four, you're going to like this, Keo, man. I got the Cowboys. Mm. Cowboys knocked back after their terrible loss to the Cardinals. To um, you know, send a message that they still, they would say them boys, they not them boys, but they um, they still are a top five team in the uh NFL. Uh, number three, the uh Kansas City Swift Swifties. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I got the Chiefs, man. I see they seem to have found a way to um win and win convincingly, convincingly over the last couple of weeks. Um. And I think they're going to keep it going. To me, they're still overall. If I had to pick somebody who's going to win the Super Bowl right now, it'll be the Chiefs. I couldn't bet against them. I couldn't bet against them in a uh, in a playoff game. Um, so I got them at three. Number two, this is the team that I had number one for most of the um the season, and that would be the San Francisco 49ers. All right, they fall to number two. What? Everything they did. Not because of anything they did. They still are elite. Number two is not bad. It's just not number one. And uh, they probably flip-flop again this week. But um, in my number one team, they did it to Miami, man. I'm a believer now. They shook back after that opening, um, opening week loss, the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. And I, I still don't know what that means, Boomer. 
So if you could uh <laughs> if you could explain it one day, I'd appreciate it. But uh, I got the Buffalo Bills at the number one spot on my um wow. on my power five. They made believers out of me this week, shutting down, basically shutting down that uh Miami offense. Uh, but a little note to that, Teron Armstead got hurt, and after then they didn't um they didn't they they weren't able to move up and down the field like they had been able to but that's one thing about Teron Arbstead he's probably one of the best tackles in football he's always hurt always hurt okay well see I was gonna ask if you knew what circling the wagons like the Buffalo Bills not because I don't know either uh but uh the good point about Armstead apparently he never even practices because they're so cautious with him and he still gets hurt every game he didn't practice with us for the last two years yeah he hasn't been practicing in Miami either they said, um, but I'm going to go number five, the Kansas city chiefs. Uh, they struggled and they were kind of lucky to escape the jets there in the end, but they also could have, uh, just been, uh, not taking them serious being up 17, zero number yeah. four, the Miami dolphins. I said the bills would beat them, but Miami. so I think we could see possibly a third matchup in the playoffs and that would be sick. We actually saw that last year. The Bills eliminated them, uh, but that was without Tua in the playoffs. So I hope we get uh, Tua in the playoffs. Number three, I'm going to go to Buffalo Bills. They were my preseason Super Bowl pick. I'm still sold on them. I love that Von Miller's coming back. We just got to see how much they'll be affected by the Tredavious White uh, injury. Number two, then my final two have to be on the feet of teams. Uh, the Eagles. Uh, I don't think they'll be undefeated after this week, but they've been rusty, but they've been getting it done somehow. They're 4-0, uh, and they've got an interesting game against the Rams this week. Number one, best team in the league, the 49ers. Um, I think with Brock Purdy playing the way he is playing, they are going to be a tough out. And, and last year, Philadelphia got the NFC title game at home. It'll be big for San Francisco to get home playoff uh uh, road games for them. Right now, I have to go with the Niners. They're the best team. They've been consistent. They don't look rusty at all. If they beat the Cowboys, I think many people are going to have them number one. All right, man. Number five, no surprise. You know where I'm going with. I'm going with my Dallas Cowboys at number five. Um, dominant performance, 38 to three. You know, I said it earlier. Um, Coming in at number four for me, I am going with the Philadelphia Eagles. As much as I despise and hate this team, they they are they are undefeated. I think they have been struggling a lot. I just feel like they're not better than the three teams above them. So I got them at number four. Number three, I'm going with the Buffalo Bills at number three. It was an impressive win. I had them at number four last week. Josh Allen, MVP. I don't know. I don't know. Josh Allen, he couldn't do that with the Jets. And then, boom, out of nowhere, he just lit it up against two of them. Dude, dude, you know, the Dolphins only have, has had two wins throughout the past five years against the Buffalo Bills. That's crazy, man. Two wins. If I knew that, I should. I would have picked the, the, the Bills last week. Yeah, me too. Um, and then um, number two, I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs. 
No, he's frozen. Got the Chiefs at two, so you already know who he got at one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Number number one, I got the Niners. Now, the Niners, it's a clear number one for me. They've been number one for quite some time and obviously deserved it. But after Sunday night, they're oh. going down the rankings, man. They might be out of the top five after Sunday. Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> okay, okay. Maybe they'll stay at five because we don't even have the Dolphins on here no more. We had them as high as number two last week. I had them one. They had five on mine. Okay, really quick before we get out of here and go to our shoutouts. NFL standings, though. I still got to put it for uh, this past weekend, but coming in at last place is Larson with an 8-11 and 11 record, followed by me with a 9-10 and a 10 record. Tied for third place, it is X and Justin with a 10-9 and a 9 record. Tied for second, it is a three-way tie right now. With Mr. C, Duke, Antonio with a 12 and a 7. And last but not least, coming in at first place is Yvonne with a 15 and 4 record. I've been killing it. I feel really good about my picks every week. I don't know. I just have a good feel for this year. However, I picked the Giants to beat the Seahawks because I thought the Seahawks because I thought the Giants were desperate wow. they were going to get a win. I am never picking the Giants again this year. Oh, my God. By the way, the Giants' next two games are the Dolphins and the Bills. Oh, my Ooh. goodness. It might be money on those. Ugly. It oh, might be oh, oh. All right, man. Let's let's wrap things up, and we let's go straight to our shout-outs. Hey, Ron, I need to talk to you when I put my parlay in this week, man. 22 out of 23, ain't, that ain't bad. I'm gonna I'm, I'm send it to you. I'm gonna send it to you too. I was pissed. <laughs> yeah, man. Just keep just keep that one off mine. Don't tell me that one. Give me another twenty-two. <laughs> All right. Well, shout out to you boys. Uh, uh, another great show. Uh, Keo, make sure you get X's picks. I I asked him in the chat. I'm actually interested sure. to see who he picked in that Cowboys Niners game. Like I said, I'm going to be in the Bay this weekend. Keo, if I find some time, I'm going to hit you up. Yes, sir. Um, but excited to get to the game, and I can't wait to be back on the show next week. Hook them horns. Oh. All right, man. Let me, um before I give my last minute shout-outs out of here, I um I got to say one thing. To hell with Jamero. Char- J- um, <laughs> oh, oh, oh you picked him. <laughs> that boy is trash. He pissed me off. I'm glad I didn't pay for that fight. I was falling asleep on a boxing match. I haven't done that ever. All right? So looking at him lose like that, that pissed me off so bad, man. It's not I honestly didn't anticipate him winning, but that he looked terrible. He looked terrible, man. And um, I didn't like that, man. I don't like people going out there wasting people's time. I'll never get those uh, two hours of my life back. And he's the reason for wow. it. Wow. Charlo, you suck. Your brother sucked too. He got oh. nothing about it and was at the uh, thing with security all around him. Hey, bro, y'all boys terrible. Stop boxing. All right. Anyway, last bit of shout outs. I was going to Hunter Morgan, Tori, Krishna, Lee, and Edward Daddy. Love y'all. I'll see you in just a second for my beautiful wife, Latricia. I love you. I'll see you in just a second when I get in the bed. 
to my um to Pat Pat Baby Marcel Carter Bryant, my grandbaby. Pat Pat, love you. I'll see you in just a second, even if it's just on FaceTime, which I'm sure you sleep by now, so I won't catch you tonight. Um, and to y'all, man, the whole NBS crew, appreciate y'all boys having me on here, man. I'll be on here again next week celebrating LSU and New Orleans Saints victories. Bet that. <laughs> Yo, shout out to uh, C, Yvonne. Yvonne, have a safe trip. Hopefully I see you. Shout out to Mike. I don't know what, what, what happened to X, but I'll get with him uh, later this week. Um, and uh, shout out to everybody that subscribes to the channel, supports the content. I'll, I'll be we'll be putting out more uh videos, content on social media later this week. And uh, this show will be available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify once this show ends. You and- did, Jamel Charlo, you're ass. <laughs> <laughs> and best of luck to the 49er fans, man. It's gonna be great this week, and I'm gonna do I'm gonna enjoy the rest of this week. With that being said, this is the NBS show, and we'll see you guys next time.